It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, our uh, weekly additional discussion of all things worth queening out about Best Supporting Actress-related, awards-related, or potentially otherwise-related. Um, welcome back. Uh, I'm still Colin. Not to be confused with still Alice. <laughs> still Alice. <laughs> <laughs> um, slightly less pants wetting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and happy birthday, Tommy Toon. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite lines of the nights. Ugh, what a Golden Globes uh, it was, Colin. I, we talked, you know, we thought the Emmys, I think we had like almost along the same lines of like, oh man, quarantine award shows are not great. Uh, at least for the Emmys, it was definitely, I will say for the Emmys, there was there were less malfunctions as far as sound and just like the overall um just things running smoothly i guess that were not transferred to the golden globes but hot takes of the golden globes what you expected what happened um what are your thoughts you know i appreciated the effort i appreciated you know like it it was like oh okay i see what you know you're having some folks in the audience and having them be first responders like I, there was there were a lot of like intentional moves that i thought okay okay i see what you're doing and i thought you know, Amy and Tina did a uh, a great job. You know, all things yeah. considered, um, I it's like, you know, you don't want to shit on something for trying to make the best. You know, make do with like, you know, a, a, a difficult situation and like trying to recreate these award shows that are so much more about the live show experience than they are about even like who yeah. wins. Sometimes, um, I think it's hard, and I think there's. Uh, there's kind of no winning if you try to recreate the live experience too much i think it just becomes more and more of a high wire act and you know gets kind of clunky and then i think if you just kind of accept the limitations and you just kind of you know basically just uh have an hour long you know uh show of okay let's just go through the awards let's not try to create a live event then you're not really creating much of an event to tune into and like that's the whole point so i guess i want to start with like i I think this is a very challenging, um, you know, act to pull off and it showed Mm -hmm. and, um, it's kind of like I, my, my takeaway was like, I hope we never have to do this again (laughs) because like it just, it's just never going to be satisfying. You know, I think, um, my opening thoughts are if things were to go wrong, I'm glad they went wrong at the Golden Globes. I think there's a certain like uh, energy of the Golden Globes that it is one big party anyway. So the fact that things were happening uh, or not happening, I loved it. <laughs> I was just like, there was something mm-hmm. so, I, I almost said satisfying, but that's not it. I don't want, I, I can only imagine what like the control room looked like. You know what I mean? People panicking when oh, yeah. Daniel Kalu- uh, Kaluuya, like his sound went out when he was giving his acceptance speech for Judas and the Black Messiah. Like that was like one of the first ones, I think, if not the first award. Mm, that was the first one. So it, it yep. kind of, 
you know, it set the tone, so to speak, of what was ahead. Um, but I, I just went with it. I think there's, for me, there's no expectation. Like you said, there is so much that could go wrong and so much that they have to make sure goes right, I guess, that the Emmys did seamlessly, really. Like, the, the only thing I can remember going wrong at the Emmys was that, you know, Jennifer Aniston lit that thing on fire and then it came back and she had to, like, really, for like oh, a second. Yeah. But other than that, it was smooth, but almost too smooth, I guess. So the fact that things were a little bit shaken up this time around sometimes for the worse it gave it a little bit of spice i don't know i i was just like cracking up at everything going wrong and and like because like what a year 2020 was and like we're into 2021 obviously too but it just kind of it seemed like this should have happened in 2020 as opposed to 2021 yes yeah i think to have to have so many things go awry and it's like you know but we're a year into this. Like I could understand trying to pull off an award show in like April or May of last year oh, yeah. and it being like really clunky. But, um, but certainly, I mean, it's also like the things that go wrong or the things that people keep talking about, you know, like, you know, we wouldn't have necessarily gotten Jason Sudeikis really high in a hoodie, <laughs> yes. you know, uh, if it didn't play out like this. And that's the thing people were talking about. That's the thing people were remembering um, versus, you know, any of the speeches or the moments that went kind of, you know, without a yes, fluke. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think that um, there's so much to talk about. I mean, there there are some surprises, Colin, like as far as these wins that mm. I was like, whoa, uh, especially in the heavy hitting categories that we were paying attention to. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, where do you want to dig in here? Do you have any other opening thoughts before we could dig in as, as well? Um, I, I think the only other thing I would say is, you know, uh, I, I, I did, I think I watched like the first two hours of it and then I went to bed. So there may have been a couple nuances from the last hour I missed, but I will say that if they are going to have the technical glitch of somebody's audio going out while they're receiving their award, thank God Laura Dern was there. Oh my God. I forgot you know? about Laura. It was so, the, the hand, yeah. what do I do? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, like, it's worth it for those moments, and I think that's, uh, you know, like, that was great. But, yeah, let's – I certainly, I mean, in terms of things, you know, that people would be talking about the next day with these Golden Globes, certainly a lot of the winners yeah. uh, were, were a big surprise, and um, – if I were a if I were a betting man, I'd be uh, in debt. Yeah. Right now. So, yes. 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 Um, so I mean, I think you know I'm uh, kind of just maybe scrolling through some of the less surprising yeah. ones. You know, like best television series. I feel like I'm not really shocked that The Crown won. Um, yeah, for drama. I'm, yep. Yeah, certainly not shocked that Shit's Creek won. I yep. kind of feel like this is like putting the button on like shit Cre- shit's creeks like award sweep is like and then they got the golden globe because i feel like this is the last award show that shit's creek is going to be like you know up for maybe yeah. the sag so that's not really that's t- I, don't, I don't know am i crazy is that part of it maybe they're nominated mm, I, I think feel they like, are yeah. they are so then okay that's okay. the last one i take it back um and then uh i guess i'm, I'm just following the order of cbsnews.com yeah, but uh best television limited series uh, the, I'm sure I was assuming you were very pleased to see the Queen's Gambit win. I was, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, not that I was disappointed, but I, I know you I know, were a huge yeah. fan of that. Uh, yeah, I really loved it a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then best performance by an actress in a television series, drama. Uh, this was uh, Emma Corrin, Olivia Coleman, Jodie Comer, Laura Linney, or Sarah Paulson. And I think 
when we had talked about kind of expectations predictions i having not seen the performance but just kind of reading the tea leaves of reactions i had assumed emma corin was gonna win so yeah she's really great yeah i uh it was a big night for the crown i mean jillian anderson won yeah i was so happy for her i assumed as well snake dress It was, had like a picture of like this viper on it. It was it was great. Um, I'm so glad Josh O'Connor won for the crown. He played Charles. Mm-hmm. He is so delicious. I am like in love with him. He's in like some gay movie. Well, do you we know that? That up. yeah, That's like easy. and it looks like it's one of the better made gay movies. If that makes sense, right. it's called like it's called like God's Own Country is the name of the movie. Okay, and I remember seeing a clip of it. Came out. Almost four years ago, actually. But I remember seeing one clip, and it was steamy. Oh, I was I was intrigued. So maybe that's like a a weekend watch. <laughs> yeah, young farmer Johnny Saxby numbs his daily frustrations with binge drinking and casual sex until the arrival of a Romanian immigrant worker for a lambing se- for lambing season ignites an intense relationship that sets Johnny on a new path. Well, all right, all right. Yeah, kind of like a broke back mountain in. The hills of yeah you know. yeah brokeback lamb farm <laughs> <laughs> oh yes but anyway he's great and he's uh adorable so I, i'm i'm glad that he won as well and thank god um, that al pacino didn't because i don't think he'd be able to express anything oh my goodness his face oh, that his face. face who was it who was the other guy um uh, uh, he was in The Undoing, and he was also in The Hunger Games. Donald Sutherland. Oh. His face looked like it was melting. Oh, my oh. God. I, I, And at points, I was like, is this just a picture of Donald Sutherland? Like, he was just sitting there just like an old cat, you know? Just... Like a surrealist painting yes. of Donald <laughs> Yeah, there's this, like, Salvador Dali quality to him. It was like that facial yes. hair is so much. Um, yeah, it was great. And, you know, in terms of best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy, you know, I was not surprised to see Catherine O'Hara win. I will say, and we can talk about it later, that I would not have been disappointed if Callie Cuoco won for The Flight Attendant. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Ugh. So, about yeah. that, rather. Yeah. Um, uh, Catherine O'Hara's speech was so weird, though, Colin. Do you think... It was, you know... Break this down. Yeah. I think that, like... She was in on what they were in on what they were doing, and most of us were not until maybe the end. And it was like, I feel like she's done this before. I feel like at the Emmys, she did a similar thing where it was like, oh, you're doing a weird bit. And like, it almost seems like she doesn't care if people aren't getting it, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I felt, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. That's all. I, that's good. It felt almost like, um, I thought her husband's phone went off and she was like, it would be like me just like stabbing Keon in the leg. I'm like, shut that shit right. off. But like, I guess it was, was it, I've I listened to a couple podcasts and they're like, was it not a bit? But then she, cause like the, her first sort of like turn to him was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then, but it could have been acting. I'm acting. Right, I'm <laughs> but acting. Um, it, it was like, was it not a bit that turned that she turned into a bit? We'll never really know, but it was, it was, um, eventually you got it like, oh, the music's playing, but I think he Mm -hmm. pressed the button like far too soon. Maybe that was what happened. And I I think he just wasn't, I think he was trying to cue up the the clip and then like, so there was like all the time he spent on the phone in the first half, it was like, oh, well, this just looks like you're on your phone. And then it was like, oh, it's supposed to be because he's, you know, 
I, I guess they're listeners to the Best Supporting Podcast. He's supposed to be playing her off. I know that. Oh yes, um, yes. And so uh, trying to steal my try, show. Yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I see you. And so uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a weird moment. I. I think there was just too there was too much distance. It was like sure a, a bit like that isn't going to work when you're like on a choppy Zoom call, you know. Yeah, it just doesn't. And going back to, um, I just wanted to talk real quick. We can like kill two birds with one stone. To Anya Taylor Joy won for the Queen's Gambit, which I was super excited to mm. see for her. She was also nominated for Emma, which is on my radar only for I want to call her is it, is it Miranda Hart. Um, she's like this doofy actress who's like really popular in the UK. Um, and I remember watching the trailer for it. I was like, who is this woman? Let me look her up right. Yeah, it's Miranda Hart. Okay. She was in Spy. Um, I don't know. Oh, she played Nancy B. Someone in Spy. Um, but I am obsessed with her. And I, I've been wanting... I know period dramas are not your cup of tea. But I, I feel like... I, I'm excited to watch that. So it's it's just been on my list. I'm just kind of thinking out loud right now. All but right. anyway, happy for Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, I'm looking at Miranda Hart, and I I mean, I feel I've seen this woman before. Like, she very much has a sort of a character actress quality. I'm yeah. sure she's, yeah. I'll show you, like, I'll send you, like, a clip of her best moments from Emma. And uh, But I think that's all you would be interested in okay. as far as, like, Emma. Fair uh, enough. Anyway. Um, so, uh, of course, as you mentioned before, Gillian Anderson won in the Best Supporting Actress, uh, yeah. in a television supporting role, beating out Annie Murphy, uh, you know, a real, a real Sophie's Choice there. Um, I guess. Yeah, I feel, go ahead, go ahead. You know, sorry. so long as Ozark didn't win. <laughs> I know, exactly, Julia Garner. Um, I think you missed it. You might have, um, gone to bed, but, I, um, Tina Fey did an incredible impression Oh, I they did, did this whole bit. I saw oh, that yes. bit before I went to bed. I did see that bit of them. Oh, good, of, good, of, good. Of them calling into like Your Majesty. Mm-hmm. It's it was spot on. It was like better than Gillian Anderson. It was it was. I was living for it. I loved it a lot. And that was when we're like Andrew Reynolds was like, "Hi, I'm Andrew Reynolds of, of, from Broadway," and then and the doctor was like, "Okay, like I yes, that yes. was a cute moment." Uh, but you know, yeah, he's great. There's always those moments of like, "Oh, you're having non-actors do bits." And it's a real yeah. The potential for cringe is high. So yeah, Renee Renee Elise Goldsberry was in it as well. Oh yeah, um, uh huh, yeah. But you know. Happy to see them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if she's not going to get nominated for a Golden Globe for Hamilton, then like, I know. she might as well be Dear in the Lord. Golden Globes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And so, yes, as you mentioned before, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy did win for The Queen's Gambit. And I, I mean, I've now seen The Undoing, so I can speak to that. I've seen Unorthodox. I've seen Mrs. America. I haven't seen Normal People. Um, but even like, and I haven't finished the Queen's Gambit, but Anya Taylor-Joy is great in it. Like it made sense to me that she won. I felt like it was such a, like, you know, there is the caveat that I think they made clear at the Golden Globes this year that like, then whoever wins, it's, it's up to like a few dozen European critics. Like it's, yeah, it, it's sort White of European. Critics, right. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of hard to like put too much credence in. It's kind of like, well, if your favorite wins, then the, then the, then the votes are valid, you know? Um, yeah, and I feel like in general the Golden Globes—it's a young person's game, unfortunately. Mm. Like it, may, it, they like to award 
newer shows. So like when we talked about it before, that's like why like the Rachel Blooms for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and like Jane the Virgin, like the stuff like that wins. And it is a chance to like kind of shine a light on that. So I'm not I'm not mad at it at the same time, too. Yeah. But, um, it's often a gamble. I mean, we'll get into like the big surprises in a moment, but uh, mm. go on, Colin. Go um, on. I think those are all the big like TV categories. I don't need to talk about the the men. Um, you know, congratulations, men. But uh, this is sure. I, I have to imagine there are other movie related podcasts that are talking about you. So yeah. Um, but uh, maybe moving on to movies. You know, yes. uh, Nomadland did win. Uh, Best Motion Picture Drama and Best Director. So, I mean, it's on Hulu. So that's kind of next on my list to watch. Uh, same, same. Were you surprised in the Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy? Were you surprised to see Borat win? I, what else was in that category? Can you refresh my memory? Yes. It was like The Prom. The Prom. <laughs> uh, Palm Springs. Hamilton. Hamilton okay. and Music. I think the only other thing that I could have, ever pictured winning was Hamilton but I yeah. just feel like there wasn't it's interesting like the Broadway crossover into like the land of Hollywood how it just didn't stand up uh-huh. as well as maybe you know Renee Elise Goldsberry didn't get a nomination and Philippa Sue you know like it's it wasn't big enough even though obviously it is a huge thing and it also came out last summer yeah too, right? like it's yeah. it's been a while if that would have came out like in like over Christmas or something I could see that wave still kind of uh, are still them riding that wave. However, I mean, if the prom would have won, I think everyone would have really exploded. So in a way, I'm not surprised that the movie won. I'm not surprised that Sasha Baron Cohen won too, because he won a Golden Globe for it the last time, I believe. I oh, think wow. Because I remember his speech and how he thanked that guy. Because I think there was that one scene where he's like wrestling in a hotel room with that. They're like both naked or yeah. something. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's... And he thanked the guy that was in that scene with him. And it was really funny. Um, I mean, it, so it kind of makes I have no sense. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can understand, like, there's also sort of the element of, like, you know, in terms of timeliness. I feel like the, the Rudy Giuliani scene, I think, kind of cemented this as, like, oh, a movie that's that's doing something, you know. And so, yes. you know, I I think that, like, I personally, I don't, like, I I respect, you know, I think Sasha Baron Cohen is super talented, clearly, and, like, creates, like, incredible characters and commentary. Like, I think he's he's doing really interesting stuff. Do I find Borat, like, really funny? Like, it's not really my sense of humor. So it's certainly subjective, yeah, sure. you know? Yes. But, yes, um, yes. yeah, I wouldn't have been sad to see Hamilton win. But I guess Hamilton's like, eh, I'm, I'm good. I got a lot of awards. People yeah, like me. Yeah, we got a Pulitzer. Yeah. We're... You know, MacArthur Genius Grant. It's... Yeah. I don't need a <laughs> Golden Globe. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously, yes, uh, you know, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland. Uh, so I'm very excited to see that. Uh, just, you know, to under, like, just to kind of find out, okay, what's, you know, what's all the hype, you know? Um, yeah. In ter- Now, my expectation, speaking of Nomadland, was that, Frances McDormand may have won uh, for best performance by an actress in a drama. Uh, Actually, my expectation would have been that any of the four who didn't win would have won. And then Andra Day won for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Yeah. What a surprise. I mean, I'm, I am happy for her because I heard she like her singing alone Mm-hmm. Uh, is great like outside of it and like she does have that quality of Billie Holiday and I've heard really good things I have yet to see it of course but um, yeah that was the one I kind just of... wasn't familiar with so it was kind of like I, she might be yeah. incredible in it it was just like oh 
I, I just thought that, you know, in terms of like what was what seemed to be in people's minds with what we're talking about, the other four performances I had heard about way more than hers. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the uh, people have been saying Zendaya as opposed to Zendaya. So I'm going to go with Zendaya um, when she won for leading actress in a drama at the Emmys, too. It's mm. sort of like this this young up and comer sort of just beat all these like juggernauts of of women, too. And I I'm happy to see it. I think it's cool. It, it definitely confused me as far as like, whoa, it was like a complete pull the rug. Mm-hmm. Not as much as the best supporting actress category, but it was like definitely something i was like wow and her speech was great i'm happy for her i can't wait to to watch it i think it, it, if anything it makes me want to watch it even right more. yeah yeah totally i feel like this just made me want to watch it so i thought well that's great yeah. um so i'm looking forward to kind of the follow-up on that um yeah but it, it gives us nothing as far as like you know to take the temperature of like who's gonna who's gonna get the oscar then is like is does this seal the deal for her getting an oscar nomination for andrew day right and it's like the sag awards are kind of are like there's always the baftas like the sags baftas then oscars maybe in that order like yeah. i feel like that baftas always have but i don't know i don't know the schedule i don't either that. uh but yeah I, I do feel like there is it seems like this year there's kind of that fifth spot for the best actress it, it seems i would be so surprised if viola davis vanessa kirby Frances mcdormand and carrie mulligan weren't nominated for oscars and it's kind of now like well who's the fifth you know uh yeah and maybe it's andre day yeah uh the baftas are sorry to interrupt no, you there the baftas are april 11th of this year and the academy awards are on april 25th so a couple of weeks before that okay um so yeah it's it's interesting things are heating up colin yeah uh well speaking of best actresses uh we did talk a little bit about this in our in our i care a lot episode but of course rosamund pike did win for best actress in a musical or comedy uh, mm-hmm. certainly stretching the comedy uh, definition here. And yeah, yeah, you know, and, and of course, you know, we talked about this in that episode that like, you know, the expectation or I think what people were excited about was Maria Bakalova potentially winning. Um, and I, I mean, I stand by what I said in the I Care A Lot episode. I, I think that it's a great performance. I think that it's a great performance of an absolutely reprehensible character in a movie that I think is really beautifully made and I never want to see it again. <laughs> end scene yes. yeah exactly i i have not seen it so but i i trust your judgment i i'm not running towards the borat movie either oh i was talking about um, i care I think, a lot <laughs> oh sorry sorry like sorry. you've yes, seen it I... I know you've seen it <laughs> we just talked about it <laughs> i know oh gosh um there was something now i lost my train of thought oh but like that brings up an interesting point you haven't seen the Borat subsequent movie film. You have, have not. Wow. Yes. Oh, okay. I think, you know, it might actually be interesting to watch it now with the lens of her giving a nominated performance to see. Sometimes that knowledge kind of is a certain, like, it's a, it's a lens to watch a performance through. Like, that's how I'm yes. going to watch, you know, Andrew Day is like, oh, okay. I, I see this before I know the performance. I know it as a Golden Globe winning performance, you know? Yeah. It does add, um, it elevates it a little bit more too. Um, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. I can't guarantee that. Uh, but I, mean, I, I want no. to. Yeah, I want to. Is it a long one? Uh, I think it's you know long enough. It's probably long enough. You know, I get it. Listen, I watched it. I don't know why I watched it. I think it was just to like, just to find out, like you know what's yeah, because people were buzzing about people it. were buzzing yeah. about it. I, yeah, this makes me think of that um that bit that Amy and Tina did, <laughs> and it's so me and like everyone else. 
where they're like, I literally just asked you, like, how long is that movie? I don't know if I want to commit to that. They're like, I don't want to watch a two hour movie. I want to yes. watch a one hour TV show five times. Right. Okay. I, I definitely <laughs> thought, so I thought the same thing. Like, it's so true. It's like, oh, I don't want to commit to a two hour movie, but I'll definitely watch, you know, six hours of The Undoing. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't it's know. just like binge culture. Really, I think it's I guess. like, it's like, it's the amount of time you can commit to. I mean, I think it's almost similar to like, this this last year of lockdown i feel like we like okay we're committing to two weeks of lockdown okay i can wrap my brain around that oh now it's six weeks okay all right I, okay all right i'll wrap my brain around that oh now it looks like it's not till like the summer okay all yes. right you know and it's just like but if someone told me a year ago that i'd still be in my fucking house a year later it you know i wouldn't be able to commit to that yeah i'd be committed yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, exactly but uh, speaking of, of confounding situations, let's talk about the best actress in a supporting role uh, category. This is our category. This is yeah. our category. Now, I uh, I had I can't say that I've seen the Mauritanian, so I can't decry you know a robbery. Maybe it is an incredible performance, um, but it was I just I had assumed it was either going to be Glenn, Olivia, or Amanda. Same. Same. I figured at least I just assumed, you know, I thought maybe I, I thought and even more so like I assumed eh, probably Glenn, but I also could see Amanda Seyfried winning, you know, like I, th- those made the most sense to me. Um, I, yeah, I it, it does. I mean, it makes me want to see the Mauritanian and understand like, OK, what what are you doing, Jody? What's uh, you know, let's see. Let's see that. Uh, what you got cooking? What yeah. you got cooking over there, Foster? Yeah. <laughs> Bananas, Foster. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I. I I I was rooting for Glenn. I guess I'm always sort of rooting for Glenn. Um, I, I think I sent you that Instagram story of her and her like stylist getting her ready. It was really cute. She had oh, like yeah. bottles of champagne being you know cooled off in the snow outside her house. I just I just love her so much. Um, was I of course am always uh, conscious of the threat of, of Olivia Coleman <laughs> because I I have yet where is the father. Is it out? I think it's now out. I feel like it came out, uh, let's see, the father movie, because I feel like it came out like last week. Um, oh, I, I could go to the AMC Garden State in New Jersey and see it. Um, Ooh. Where can I just watch it? Um, I don't know. It is out to whatever extent, but I feel like it's still not as available as I need it to be and that I can watch it from my home. Um, yeah. But fun fact on the father, an hour and 37 minutes. Ugh, right? my kind of movie. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, I can uh, I can definitely wrap my brain around that. <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> awful. Uh, so, yeah, my, my takeaway is I, I wanted Glenn to win because, I, you know, because she's relatable. And uh, I... She would have given a great speech. She would have given yeah. a great speech. But at the same time, there's that feeling of like, ugh. You know, I mean, I think Glenn has other Golden Globes. It's more about the Oscar for her. But, like, it just feels like, oh, not this year. Oh, she deserves more. She deserves everyone in the room standing and applauding for her. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I Again, this is another win that really just throws off all of the, like, predictions of, like, how it was supposed to go and what's going to happen at the Oscars. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess... Honestly, yeah. Yeah, the Oscars, I mean, now it's like, I still assume that, you know, Glenn and Olivia and maybe Amanda Seyfried will be nominated. I don't think she got nominated for a SAG, right? So, 
Um, yeah, she was left out. Yeah. It's interesting to me. Well. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. And I guess, especially for this category, I'm... I'm down for I'm down for it to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wanted to mention too. Um, I'm really excited for Minari. I feel like there's something that's really like mm-hmm. everyone just says it's like this kind of like really heartwarming, just like beautiful American dream sort of story that, um, you know, annoyingly enough, it was not nom- it, it is an American film, Colin. It is not it's right. not a foreign film. Right. It is a movie that was made in America, but you know, happens to be in a different language, which people just like, they just, and it's so funny coming from like the Hollywood foreign press that they cannot recognize that. I don't understand. Um, Am I glad it won best picture? Yes. But like also could it have been in best motion picture drama? Yes. And like beat Nomadland or like, I I don't know. Yeah. There's that qualifying factor where it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, the recognition is great, but like the fact that, yeah, it's sort of it's it's not treated the same way in some respect that it's it's looked at as like well it's the best in this category. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I have also heard lots of great things. I think um, yeah. I do think yeah, it brings up a much larger discussion of like well, for there to be a a quote unquote f- quote unquote foreign language American made movie is pretty American to me. You know what I mean? Like that that <laughs> yeah. seems pretty consistent with. Uh, how this country is like why wouldn't there be a movie that is you know almost entirely not in english like there are plenty of people who are living in this country who are not speaking yes. english as a first language and so yeah. like it makes it makes a lot of sense and there is something kind of ironic that it is this movie about people moving to the united states and like you know acclimating to becoming you know u.s citizens and and to u.s culture and then the movie itself is like well you're not really an american movie you know <laughs> yeah oh god it's so gross yeah um I, I think at this point, I'm most excited to watch Minari and The Father and probably yeah. Nomadland. I'll throw that in there, too, because I, I just I, I'm interested in that. Nomadland seems like it's going to be three and a half hours. I don't know why. It, it probably isn't. But uh, let me find I'm still out for you. I'm still down. That's one of my biggest concerns is like seeing, yes. you know, a uh, 158 minute runtime or something. It's like, oh, oh no, yeah. you don't um, put in the no in Nomadland. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Uh, 107 minutes, which is okay. I mean, you know, I norm, I'm, I like it when it's double digits. I like it when it says 97 minutes, but you know, you got to think five minutes of those as credits. So yeah, that's like, is that an hour 47 minutes then? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doable. Yeah. I'll accept it. Uh, I think that's fine. That's kind of, uh, actually shorter than I thought it would. It just seems like this long, like. I don't know Odyssey of mm-hmm. uh, of a movie, you know. But um, I'm still down to watch it. I, those are the three that I'm super excited to to watch. Yeah, yeah. I would say yeah, Nomadland, The Father. Uh, I definitely want to see. I, I mean, it's uh, only especially just for the performance. I want to see the United States. The United Billy States. Holiday. All yeah. the people. Yeah. All United. All United States against Billy Holiday. <laughs> uh, I do want to see that just to see that performance. Um, I still haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I know. I don't know what I don't know what my problem is. I mean, I feel like especially now there's like the Viola Davis reason to watch it. There's the Chadwick Boseman yeah. reason. Like there's so many reasons to watch it. It's just stupid yeah. pants. So, um, I've watched so we'll many other there. things though that were way that took up way more time in my life than *Marie's Black Bottom*. That there's really yeah. no excuse. Yes. 
Uh, well, maybe on that note, we want to talk about some things we've seen, potential BSAs of the week. Uh, is there yes. anything else you want to say about the Golden Globes before we before we wrap up? No, I'd say I enjoyed myself. Um, I was just laughing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just uh, not laughing at, like laughing with, just because it's it's so hard. And I, I can only imagine, like I said, the chaos behind the scenes. And it's it's so easy to just like pass judgment and because i I know that like the tony awards for instance like every year like uh, even when like pre-covid there'd always be like some sort of sound issue and i'm like Mm -hmm. jesus why can't they get this right like people would have to carry microphones out during their tony performances and i'm like this is crazy but um i know there's a lot of moving parts too yeah Yeah. the irony that the that the award show celebrating live performances you know (laughs) it's the most chaotic yeah exactly um yeah uh, but i loved it i love this golden globes <laughs> i i think if anything we more will, about it in my bsa yeah yeah we will we will look back on these golden globes in a few years and, and there will be something specific you know i i will not remember fondly when people when nominees were forced to have a zoom chat with each other before commercial breaks oh no that was no. cruel. that was cruel oh to them to us to just like watch them go, hi, oh, it's so nice to meet you. Oh my God. Hi. Like it was yeah. just that. Ugh. It was really bad. So who was it? Someone like brought their cat on. Was it Sarah Paulson? I think it was. Or someone lifted up their pet. That yeah. Their dog or something. It was like Sarah Paulson. It was the, I feel like it was the best actress in a TV drama ladies. Yes. Cause I remember Olivia yes. Coleman saying, oh, get the cat, get the cat. Um, that's my olivia coleman impression uh that was terrible um so uh let's talk about a few treatings that we've seen recently that um maybe got some recognition at the golden globes maybe didn't but deserve some recognition on the best supporting podcast yes i have one nominee and then like my bsa of the week so if you have more than that why don't you why don't you start yeah, I mean, I so in recent conversations we have talked a bit a bit about the undoing and the flight attendant, and uh, in in previous conversations I was a bit flippant about both of them. Like, ugh, I mean, what is there to say about Nicole Kidman and the undoing? Like, what is she doing in the undoing? Sure, you know, and like <laughs> the flight attendant. Oh boy, you know, sounds like a layover to me. And so, yes, I I needed to kind of. Uh, put my money where my mouth is to, to spend, you know, yeah, six to eight hours binging these shows. So I've watched both The Undoing and The Flight Attendant now in full. Beautiful. My takeaway on The Undoing is that it actually, I think, is a better experience if you know the ending. I think oh, good. that was like, I think what I found to be really frustrating for people who didn't know the ending was like, oh, and, and I won't spoil it. Um, I don't know if sure. we've done that before, but on this episode, I won't spoil it. Uh, but I will say that Nicole, you know, I mean, listen, <clears throat> I uh, uh, Nicole always has her moments. Nicole's accent also always slips in every role that she's ever been in. Uh, yeah. And we all just kind of seem to accept that. And I think that she's doing a lot of acting as I think she's acting as, as hard as the Botox will let her. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of really great eye acting that I appreciate. Um, okay. And then at the very end, she has a running and screaming on a bridge scene that was enjoyable. It was enjoy for a great. you know I love to see someone go to a 27 and she did. Uh, the the reason to watch I would say is um, Lily Rabe as the best friend uh, Sylvia. She the great. role in and of itself is not 
like she's in pretty much every episode, but it's not like she has some huge like part of the plot. Like she contributes here and there, but she's not like you know it, it's never really about her. Um, she's mm. so good. Like she's so much better than she needs to be in this role, and I like how the movie is like occasionally we're getting like just seeing her reactions or seeing kind of just a moment with her. And it's like, Oh, how interesting to just like see her perspective when she's not like the main character, you know? Yeah. I love Lily Rabe is like in the same plane or same category as like the Carrie Coons of the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I, I always am happy to see them and they're, they're always giving, they're always doing great work. Yeah, so she's worth seeing, and then the the attorney, and I'm, I'm probably going to mispronounce her last name, but Noma Dumazweni, uh, she okay. is great. She is definitely maybe the BSA of the whole show. You know, okay. there's this great moment at the end where it's just like, oh, like just a great little acting moment for her. So uh, she's also very much worth seeing. But I would say overall the undoing – it, if you have a rainy weekend where you're just on the couch doing nothing, it's pretty easy to binge. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, it was fine. It was fine. It was sure. good. It was better than I was expecting. Um, That's good. But, you know, I, I think overall I was like, okay. You know, I didn't walk away from it, like, overwhelmingly in love with it, but I appreciated it. Good. Um, I'm glad you watched it. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I, uh, I'm, I just, you know, it's like also a lot of times, like you know, whether they're like an All Right Mary listener or a Best Supporting Podcast listener, like they'll make recommendations, and I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to the people. They haven't steered me wrong. They, you know, it's like all of the, uh, Enlightened, The Undoing, The Flight Attendant. Like I, like no one, no one has steered me wrong yet. So yeah. um, I'm just taking recommendations. Uh, so anybody listening, if there's something else that I should be watching. I am trusting your judgment. Um, I, yeah, so I'll go, go ahead. What's your nominee? Yeah, I forgot about one of my other things that I wanted to talk about, a show that I've been watching. And honestly, we've only watched two episodes of it. Um, there are only four, so I'm really savoring it uh, for now. And it is, no surprise here, a Food Network show called Bobby and Giada in Italy. Oh. Um, I talked about it last week on my um Good Vanilla podcast with Robbie Roselle because he was watching it as well, too. Uh, it's just Bobby and Giada in Italy. And it's great because Giada, like, knows the lay of the land. They're in Rome first, and then eventually they go to Tuscany. Um, that's in the second episode. And just different parts of Italy. And it is beautiful, and the food is incredible. And they're really good together. Um, I don't I, I don't know how you personally feel about either of them. Some people get annoyed by Giada. I think she's fine. Um, I mean, yeah, she I, pronounces you know, her words differently, but yeah. she pronounces them correctly. So sorry. <laughs> it's the spaghetti problem. Yeah. Yeah. Spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, I get it. I, I totally understand. Um, but it's really cool to watch her sort of play tour guide in Italy. And, and Bobby's just like this goon from like, you know, New York City or wherever. He's like trying desperately to, pr- to pronounce prosciutto uh, correctly. But it's really well done. It's beautifully shot. Bobby Flay's outfits are what dreams are made of. I want everything that he's wearing. It's almost like a little too young for him sometimes, but mm. like the colors and the the textures and the styling, whoever dressed him for the show, give me a call. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> um, but that's been bringing us a lot of joy. And we only watched two episodes um, because it's only four episodes so far. I don't know if maybe they didn't film more of them or maybe it's a limited thing. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. 
All right. Well, I uh, I should check that out. I should diversify and watch some like pleasant Food Network shows. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, another small thing that I want to mention real quick. This is like the dumbest BSA of the week, but it's really been bringing me joy and it's been making me drink more water, which we all need. Mm. I got a new... <laughs> I got a new straw, Colin. It's a new straw. It's oh, a fun. reusable straw. And I don't know if you've seen them before. You probably have. Because when I got them in the mail, I was like, why Why are they like this? There's like a rubber tube on top that bends. Have you seen this? I'll have to like send you a no. video of it. It's like, yeah. it's like this stainless steel straw. And then it tilts on the top. But the, the tilty part is like this rubber sort of thing. So you can kind of bend it either way. And I was like, is this supposed to slide down? I was very confused by it at first. But it turns out it's not. You just kind of drink out of the straw. But it's, um, I can't really describe the experience. But it's really wonderful. And that's been, and I, I couldn't shut up about it. I kept saying, shouting to the other room. I was like, I love this straw. I was like, the straw. <laughs> the straw. Um, I mean, I get it. You get a good straw and, you know, yes. that's just your, you know, then it's you just want to really use silly, it. It's really silly. But yeah, but it really has been um, bringing me a lot of joy. Um, and now I'm thinking of other things too. So I'll, I'll, I'll go back to you for a second and I'm going to write down one of the things I just remembered. Yeah, I guess I only have one other, my actual sort of BSA of the week. Uh, so I can, I'm, I'm happy to share that. So, yeah, uh, and that is, of course, the aforementioned, the flight attendant, which yes. I went into kind of thinking, okay, you know, I'm sure this is going to be, you know, easy peasy, you know, let's just see what happens. And uh, it is, oh my God, it's just you get so wrapped up in it. Like, you know, the thing is like you get hooked in right away. It, it moves yes. so fast. You kind of, you know, you sort of like Callie Cuoco's character, Cassie pretty much immediately. Great dialogue. It, it's, you know, any, anything that opens with like flight attendants on an airplane, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. It's, and, and then it's just like the way that it all plays out. I mean, it's like, I was, I was into it the whole time, you know? And like, you just, it's never like entirely like far-fetched where you're like, oh, I'm not buying this. Like it definitely like mm -hmm. knows what it's doing, um, but it, it's it's nuts. And I'm it's one of those things like the less you know, the better. So I'm not saying any of the plot points. Yeah. Um, but the the best part about it is uh, so much great lady acting. So Rosie Perez, I heard. Rosie Perez is fabulous. She has a couple really great scenes. It was so nice to see her. Uh, yes. she was great. So Rosie Perez is great. Uh, obviously Kelly Cuoco is, you know, I was familiar that she, you know, existed, uh, and that she was in the big bang theory. Not that I ever watched it, but Oh my God, even like the first episode is a great example. She, Oh, it's so much actressing. I would have been so happy to see her win the golden globe. Cause she's so Ooh, good in this. That would have been cool. She go like she, it's so much more than I expected. And she really like, she can play a panic attack really well. Um, mm. But I also really loved uh, Zoja, Zoja Mamet playing her friend Annie. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Like, she uh, just, like, such great timing. I think she was in Girls, right? Yeah, she was in Girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she just, oh, she's fabulous. And then there's this character of Miranda played by Michelle Gomez, who I'm not, I wasn't familiar with before. Miranda, by the end, is a queen. A queen. <laughs> 
I just by the last couple episodes, I I was like, what a fucking queen she is. So I want to just call that. her out. Like I just I didn't think I'd end up loving her as much as I did, and then I'm just like, I love this character. So like really worth seeing. Um, and then there's another there's a female detective played by Merle Dandridge who's who's great as well. Like just. You know, there's men in it as well. Uh, T.R. Knight from, from Grey's Anatomy plays... Yeah, I'm just looking at the cast. Yeah, plays her gay brother. Uh, so that was fun. And he's really good. He like They have a very interesting relationship uh, that I really appreciated. Uh, it's Yeah, I mean, it's a great show. I, I had so much fun with it. Um, yeah, the character of Max, I think, you know, we talked a bit about, like, men who are my type in the in the I care a lot episode so yes, yes. uh the character of max you could put on that list of like same features slightly simian things like that yes um so that yeah sounds... so high recommendation high high recommendation for the flight attendant high so, high you're all high high, high yeah. you're high high you're all high you're 64,000 <laughs> feet in the air uh <laughs> and uh it's so easy to binge it was so much fun and oh my god the music, like the main theme song, is incredible. Like, there's theme songs like Orange is the New Black. I would always skip that theme song. Way too long. Yes. Even The Office, I honestly skip. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, Roseanne, I can't skip it fast enough. Um, <laughs> I would never skip the opening theme of The Flight Attendant. It's a hoot. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Great, great show. Again, my BSA of the week for sure. Love that. Yeah, Keon watched it very quickly. And I think it's, he told me how the first episode is set up, like how the, you know, the big thing that happens and how it happens. So not necessarily a spoiler, you know, but it is like a surprise. I won't say Mm -hmm. anything. Um, But he loved it. He really, really loved it. I think he watched it in like two nights. Like, I think he just kind of split it up and just blew through it. Uh, Yay. I love hearing that. Um, Okay, so my... uh, I, I just like out of all the things that happened at the Golden Globes, the BSA moment for me happened from uh, it was from a man and it was the entire Tracy Morgan disaster. Oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. And I know like I don't know what happened. He was supposed to say soul and he said soul. And the fact that Tina Fey like riffed on it like yeah. five minutes later and how she's like suddenly it just brings me right back to what did how does she say it? It brings me uh, right back to, it feels like home or something like that, because I'm sure she went through that shit all mm-hmm. the time with him right. on 30 Rock. Right. And it just made me laugh so hard because, like, I, I, I know J- uh, Tracy Jordan has been through a lot. Um, specifically, the last couple of years, he got in that terrible accident, and he's now obviously recovered, too. But I was dying. And I hope, like, he, I hope he's, like, okay, like, cognitively. Like, I yeah. hope I'm not making fun of him. Because, but I think it was just funny. There was one other, um, I think he said, and now the nominees for best original score. The way he said yeah. score. Like the way that he scooped down in that sort of Tracy Morgan. Uh, and, and then he said mm-hmm. Sal. And then before he could even realize what was happening, they already cut to the person. And I I was dying. I loved every second of it. And so that was really <laughs> like a highlight of like all the disasters that happened at the Golden Globes, that made me laugh a lot. Yeah, it's like when the Globes go wrong, go right. You know, it's like if, if it's going to go wrong, at least let it be something that you can then immediately, like, laugh about, you know? Yes, and when Tina came out, she's like, she's like, what a what a night, Amy. <laughs> she's, like, right. she's like, Don Cheadle, you know, giving his wrap-it-up arms, Tracy Morgan's beautiful Sal. Like, I right. just loved that 
it was she was giving me everything I needed. Um, so that made me very happy. Um, and the last thing, the BSA of the week, is also a really random one, but I'm gonna give it to Drew Barrymore. I don't okay. know if you've have you watched any of the Drew Barrymore show, Colin? No, I have not, but I'm certainly intrigued. Oh my gosh, it is. I I don't think that I can get it personally. I don't think I we we don't have cable, so I think it has to be on demand. But there are clips of interviews, and she has so many great guests. We watched this like because I'm obsessed with. Um, I guess what sparked all this was um, not without my sister, which I've been listening to religiously. Oh, of course, um, go listen to that podcast immediately, everyone. Um, they did an episode on like celebrity best friends, like who mm-hmm. they want their celebrity best friend to be, and they mentioned Drew Barrymore, and I was like, yeah, she is awesome. My honestly, my dream, like at this point after this week, my my dream weekend. Like, just like a getaway with like my girls would be to hang out with Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz and just laugh <laughs> because the two, and there's, they're such good friends in real life too. We watched an episode with, it was the first episode ever with Drew, Cameron, and then they had Lucy Liu on it, that just like a little Charlie's Angels reunion. Mm. And they're all really close, but you could sort of tell that Drew and, and, and Cammy D are just like, they're sisters. They are just so tightly like wound together too. And it, they're really fun to watch. They have like this language that they talk to each other in. Um, I am just like completely obsessed with her now. And obviously like everyone knows that Drew Barrymore is like a delight, but this show is just like an extension of that. And then we watched like an hour, like behind the scenes thing about the, the creation of the show and like how it was supposed to happen, like right before COVID started um, she cries like every five minutes and I cried right along with oh. her. I'm just obsessed with her. I am obsessed. <laughs> it seems like a show that has found its footing. Like at first it was like, what is, why is Drew Barrymore have a talk show? But now I feel yes. like maybe, maybe it almost helped that it kind of ended up happening during this weird time. Like maybe this is exactly what we need, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, and I know God, Ross I... Matthews has been on it a lot now and just doing a lot of segments yes. with her, which I love. Oh, I'm, uh, it's everything I want in a talk show. And we watched her birthday episode and she had, um, there was just like some surprise guests and like to see how excited she was. And she, cause it was one of those things where she had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, Savannah Guthrie, I think that's her name from mm-hmm. the GMA was like kind of hosting it for her and they just brought guests out. And uh, if anything, like go watch that because that's like, it's just, pure joy it's like the the definition of kind media um okay. or at least like what we're looking for in these days of covid relief yeah <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better word things that don't um, make me feel like i've just watched i care a lot yeah yes yes oh it's the antithesis of it i, I i'm just like so obsessed like and there's a lot of interviews um there are a lot of interviews on youtube just like you know like five six minute clips with um with celebrities with her and i'm i'm just obsessed i'm i'm totally smitten with her all right, I will. Uh, your, I, I needed. I needed someone to sell me on the Drew Barrymore show, so this is what yes. I needed. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's all we've got. I uh, yeah. yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. And you know what's lovely is we don't get played off on the after show. We, we leave when we're ready. Uh, <laughs> and I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I got to get to work, so I think I'm ready to Same. go. Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. Well, obviously, folks, you know where to reach us. You know, uh, in all the normal places, but. Uh, I would love to hear any of your thoughts on the Golden Globes, any recommendations of shows or things that we should be queening out on next. Um, Your thoughts and feelings on the flight attendant, the Drew Barrymore show, uh, 
you know, you name it. We want to hear it. Cameron uh, Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Gosh, <laughs> who knows? Her. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can tweet at us at uh, BSA Pod on Twitter. Or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com. And uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about next week, but it'll probably be involving some actresses, likely in supporting yes. performances. And, yeah, uh, you know, we will uh, we'll find out when you do, or a little bit before. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> See ya.